Good evening, everyone. Welcome to part two of the MMA OB Daily Podcast for Monday, July 31st, 2023. I'm your host as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here, Big Marcel, Monday evenings. Marcel, always look forward to it with you, my friend. Always talk about the fights, man. Love it. Uh, We're going to be breaking down UFC Nashville today. So I I think a shorter card, right, Marcel? 11 fights at this point? Do you expect anything else to be added like very last minute or no? They're still searching for an opponent for Sean Woodson, so um, yeah. Oh, really? Crazy. That's good to know. That's great to know. Okay. Yeah, yeah Jesse so... Butler was supposed to fight him, but uh, he got pulled. So, well, yeah. he shouldn't have been booked for a fight a month after getting knocked out. Like, that's right? Like, he shouldn't have been booked. It's like the Jared fight. Gordon thing all over again. Same thing. Who was that Woodson supposed to fight originally again? It was... Uh... Uh, Steve Garcia, I think. Yeah, that would have been a banger. Fuck, that would have been a good fight. But either way, not getting that one, guys, but we still have, I think, 11 fights, like I said. So... Um, let's get right into it, Marcel. And it's a always, good card, dude. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So I always ask you, like, what do you think of the card heading into it right now? Bro, I love the card, man. I mean, it pretty much says everything when you have Hione, Barcelos, Kyler Phillips, Billy Carantillo, Damon Jackson on the Jeremiah Wells. Prelims. Jeremiah Wells against Carlson Harris, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, the only card, uh, only fight that really didn't look to be in the main Can card should be here. Bowser, yeah. Why I don't know why it's there. What I don't know. I don't want to shit on the guys, but I don't know, you know, why it's there. But um, uh, it's like uh, like a, re- a replacement for a 265 fight, maybe, that they actually wanted to have on this card. So it's oh, like, man. let's put that one on it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. But it looks overall like a fun card. And they should, man. This is in front of an audience. So, I mean, this is not a fucking Apex card. This is this is a Nashville Music City. Looking forward to it, man. It should be a banger. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, the main event is an absolute banger, in my opinion. Uh, I love the co-main event as well. I'm really looking forward to how that uh, will play out. And uh, have a lot of fun fights on this card, man. You got also Jacoby against Kennedy, which I like. You got uh, Diego Lopez's second fight, which is fun. So um, yeah, I pretty much probably all, all, already said almost every name which I like on the card. So it's a pretty good card. And I'm fuck, dude, I love Hatley against Durden. That's a great fight as well. It's a good card. I agree. Like the, the prelims are nice on this card. Anyways, let's get some comments. We got Antoine. Got Joe. Yeah, it's eleven fights, Joe. Because the right now it's eleven. There could be a, uh, Marcel just mentioned. If you guys are coming late, UFC is still actively looking for an opponent to fight Sean Woodson. Maybe they can get someone to short notice. <laughs> Imagine they bring back Sam Alvey to fight him. <laughs> He's in Tennessee, guy. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, yeah, Wells and Carlson's good. Two Canadians. Yeah, that's 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 true. Actually, hopefully they both win, but we'll see. Um, we obviously have our boy, uh, the Governor Gavin Tucker, and then. Uh, Bulldozer, Tanner Bozer. That's a great fight, too. Billy Q, Dave Jackson. All right, let's just get into it. Like, let's not waste any time here. All right, guys, let's get into it. As always, using the bow order from UFCstats.com. First fight of the night, we have flyweights Ode Osborne and Asu Almabayev. And the odds for this fight have Asu is the favorite here. Minus one, uh, where is it? Yeah, minus 175. And plus 145 for Ode Osborne. Your pick. So first of all, I put a tweet out to Ode Osborne and Cody Dernan. Please, guys, find an octagon and don't find in the hotel because those two really don't like each other. <laughs> They're probably with each other in the hotel. Ooh, Cody and Ode? Who, who? Yeah, they really okay. don't like each other. Cody yeah. and Ode, yeah. I didn't so, know um, yeah. Uh, you, you should check their Twitter more uh, re- frequently. They are going hard against each other all the time. Okay. So, um, yeah, Ode. I like Ode a lot, man. He's a fun fighter. Um, 
he got some some some, some bad losses in the UFC against against okay uh, opposition, definitely against Manuel Cap, which is a very good opposition. But he got knocked out by Tyson Nam as well. You know that's why Tyson Nam shouldn't have been caught in the UFC either. You know I think he's a great fighter. Got that split decision win over Charles Johnson. I think that should have been unanimous. You know I think we both picked Charles Johnson in that fight last time, but uh, ordered it very well and he won the fight. Aswal Mabayev, he come from uh, from Brave CF, you know, the biggest organization in the Middle East. Got wins that were over Zach Makovsky, Alexander Doskalchuk, and Kai Alankar, who was fighting on the Contender Series, but that the Alankar fight was actually not in Brave, as far as I can remember. Got, got some solid wins, man, also against UFC veterans. Like I said, Zach Makovsky, Chris Kaledis. But these guys haven't been in the UFC for years, you know, and those are still pretty decent guys but are they still on on that I don't know man it's very difficult this one I feel like um Azat Maksum I was pretty convinced in but he had the difficult already and also Amabayev he's he's not bad but I don't think he's better than Maksum in my opinion um this will be another close fight to be honest man I, I wouldn't be surprised if either guy wins for a split decision I'm gonna go with O'Day here I, I'm picking O'Day by decision I think it will be a close mm-hmm. fight. It will be a fun one. I'm picking O'Day. O'Day, 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 O'Day. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it can go either way, too. I really do. Like, <clears throat> O'Day's a pretty solid fighter. He's got experience in the UFC. Inconsistent, you know, but still a pretty good fighter. Um, pretty well-rounded, right? You know, again, he's been knocked out a few times, but is this guy really going to knock him out? Probably not. It's probably going to be a grappling match. That's why I think it's going to be Marcel. A lot of grappling in this fight. Um, this guy has so much momentum, though. How, much, how many wins in a row does he have? He has... 13 straight wins. I mean, that's a lot of wins. Again, not against the best competition, but not against horrible competition either. Like, he has uh, the win over Zach Markovsky, the former Belter. I think he was the champion in Belter at one point. Chris Calais was in the UFC. He had a few wins there. So, it's not like he's been fighting scrubs. And then one of the losses to, to, to Jir, right? Which is a, not a bad loss to have. But again, he's not proven at the UFC level, Almabayev, right? So, I really have no idea, Marcel, how he's going to perform. He's kind of a finished product. Not, well, maybe not finished product, but he's 29. So, it's not like he's 20. You know, he's coming here a bit later. Um, in his career, a lot of experience. Twenty uh, nineteen fights is his twentieth fight. Yeah, it could go either way. I, I yeah, maybe Ogbert pulls it off. I'll go with Alma Bayer. Marcel win a close decision, but like it's not a fight I want to bet on personally. I'm a, yeah, no interest in betting it. Not sure what Alma Bayer coming off a three and three guy. Yeah, it, that that last win is not great, but he does have that win over uh, Makovsky before that, right? Which is a nice win. So, um, and then uh, it was split decision too, though. So it's not like it was dominant. But yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens more. So I really don't have a great read on this fight, to be honest, guys. Like, it, you never know how this guy's going to perform in the UFC. There was that other flyweight guy a few weeks ago. What was his name, Marcel? The guy fight Tyson Nam. What was his name? Again? Saw, Axel. Maxim. Yeah. He didn't really, you know, cover the minus 400. Now, in this case, it's only minus 175. But I'm just saying, like, slow your roll a bit with some of these newcomers, right? You never really know. That, I'll be honest, if you bet on him in that fight, the last Maxim guy, you kind of got lucky because most people thought Tyson Nam won that fight. Um, not most people, but a lot of people, I should say, because I know you didn't, Marcel. And <laughs> I, 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 I think it was close. Could be either way. There you go. All right. Go to the next fight here. Jake Hadley taking on Cody Durden in the flyweight division. And odds for this fight have Hadley, same odds, minus 175, Cody plus 145. So you got two flyweight fights, identical odds for both the fights. Your thoughts, Ben? Yeah, man. Uh, I think this will be a super close fight, to be honest, man. Uh, Cody is pretty much uh, he wanted this fight. He wants. To, he said, "This, this is my home. This is my home. I want to fight here," and that's why I took the fight. Um, I think it will be close. I think this will be grappling a lot. You know, uh, I think it d- depends on who is more 
uh, who is more dominant in this one. Uh, for me, it's like, listen, I'm pretty high on Hatley still. I think he's he's very good. But you saw him against Alan Nascimento, man, and that was a really bad fight of his, you know. And I think Cody isn't as big as Alan Nascimento, but he, he can get the control and being dominant here as well, you know. Um, I, I'm picking Cody by decision, dude. I think Cody can win this fight. So I think it's a close one, but I'm taking Cody. I have more... Uh, uh, how do you say that? Um, I feel more confident in his wrestling in this one, so I'm going with Cody. Fair. By the way, this guy's saying uh, Cody is in yeah. next fight. Is that, it's still booked against who? Yeah. Against oh, Bruno, Bruno Silva, Silva in yeah, September. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I think Cody could be, again, I, a close fight, right? I don't blame myself for going with the first two dogs. Like, cause Both these fights could have an upset. Um, I think Cody's definitely got the style to give uh, Jake problems, right? Because we saw that fight with Alan Nascimento. Where he kind of got taken down, and controlled, and, and Cody could do that. Um, I don't like the submission losses that Cody has, right? Like he's had a few of them now, so I definitely think this dude can can tie his neck up and choke him out. Um, I think Jake's man; they're both pretty good fighters, but like Jake's got a lot of promise. I think I wasn't; I was kind of against him getting signed originally because he missed weight on on his fight. But guy's fucking talented. There's no doubt about it, Marcel. So it's funny we're gonna start off with two other uh, opposite picks. I'll go with. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Hadley. I'll take him by submission. Uh, I'll tell you this, Marcel. Watch, we're gonna go one in one of these first two fights. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Of course we are, right? Of course. There's no way both of us are gonna get them both wrong. It's it's tough. These are two tough ones to call. Again, not a fight I want to bet on. I don't want to bet these first two fights personally. Um, flyweight fights. Go ask our boy Mike's MMA picks. Samuel Altberger. He he's really good at the flyweight fights. These two are they're both pretty close fights, in my opinion. To be honest, the favorites are probably a little bit overvalued, but I still think you know that those are my picks. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. Pulling it up right now. And again, that uh, Sean Woods fight, we, we don't know who's going to fight it. Hopefully he gets a fight. Now, we do know about this fight, and this is a banger. Billy Quarantillo against Damon Jackson. It's buried on the prelims here, which is crazy because this could easily be fighting tonight. It's a great fight. Um, odds for this one, guys? Billy Q, minus, one, minus 180. Damon Jackson, plus 150. Marcel, let me hear your pick. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I mean, Damon Jackson... Uh... I picked him in his last fight against Dan Egan, man, and it was a really bad pick, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I think Damon has been uh, as developed, you know, since uh, his first run in the UFC, went to PFL, didn't work out. But I think he looked good lately in the UFC, got four runs in a row, done for Dan Ige, lost. Billy Q, Billy Q is kind of guy who uh, who I always was like, uh, he's he's fun, but how good is he really? You know, I, I'm really, really, uh, how do you say that, curious about that. And um, he got that win over Alexander Hernandez. The first round, he looked really bad in the first round, came back and he finished him. Um, last time, yeah, he got knocked out by Edson Barbosa. I don't think there's any, uh, how do you say that, any uh, shame in that. Yeah, any shame in that. I think Billy comes back in this one. I, I'm picking Billy here. Um, I think he gets done. Does he finish him? I don't know, man. Dame is pretty tough. I know Dan finished him, but Billy doesn't pack the same punch as Dan, I think. Uh, Billy Q decision, but a fun one. I think this is going to be a fun fight. Yeah, I think it could be fun tonight. It's a great fight. Both guys, I like both guys a lot. Both 88 birthdays like me, Marcel. So a lot of, actually, there's a lot of guys. So I was looking through the card yesterday. I'm like, all these guys are born in 88 just like me. Carlson Harris, I think, is another guy that, that's. Uh, no, it's not Carl. It's someone else. Who is it? Barcelos, maybe? can't remember. There's another one. Those are 87s, but still right, right around the same age. Um, yeah, this one's tricky, too, I think, man. 
I like Billy too, but Damon's solid, man. You know, really good grappler. We know that, right? Really good grappler. And Billy Q's takedown defense is 58%. And he's had quite a few fights now. So I think that that's a sample size that we can kind of look at a little bit more. He's had nine fights in the UFC or Dana Wars Contender Series. I don't trust that that takedown defense very much, to be honest with you. Um, I think Damon could grind this out, man. I think you could just take him down a little bit and hold him there. I don't know if they'll submit Billy Q. Billy Q's fucking dirty, uh, durable. He's dirty. <laughs> I meant to say durable. I don't know why I said that. He's very durable, obviously, though. Yeah, um, you were thinking about something else, probably. <laughs> so, yeah. I know he got knocked out by Ed's. I'm just saying, in general, Marcel, he's kind of a guy that will fight hard for the three rounds. He'll be there for the full three. But I think Damien is, too. He did get knocked out in his last fight. That's a worry here, obviously. Damien could get finished again. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of thinking Damien kind of takes it in deep waters, grinds it out. That's kind of what I'm leaning here, Marcel. So, Slightly into Damon Jackson for me, guys, as a dog. Not a super confident pick, but that, that's my lean. I'm leaning him. All different me, uh, picks. Yeah, I know. Crazy, eh? Um, Are we going to end up uh, level again? You know? <laughs> probably. I mean, we had that happen with the, the London card, right? So yeah. a lot of people in, in Billy Q, uh, uh, Billy Q train in the chat, just looking at it right now. Maybe I'm, I'm on the, uh, you know, what's it called? I don't know. Pedestal by myself? I don't, I don't know. I'm an island, I should say. That's what I'm on. But I'll take Damon Jackson. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. Um, oh, this is a good fight, too. Jeremiah Gare- Wells taking on Carlton Harris. Great fight. I mean, really, this should be higher in the card, in my opinion. Odds for this one, guys, we have Jeremiah Wells minus 155, Carlton Harris plus 135. I'll let you go again. Go ahead. Yeah, Jeremiah Wells got highly disrespected by the UFC because of his fight IQ here. Um his last fight against Salzburger, he was smart how he fought, you know, uh, edged out a decision mm-hmm. there, still undefeated in the UFC. If you look at Carlson Harris, he looked good in the UFC, only lost to Shafkat Rachmanov, but who hasn't? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I, I feel like, listen, Jeremiah Wells has showed that he has fight IQ, you know? Mm-hmm. Why don't you take this fight to the ground? Mm-hmm. You know, I think there is his advantage. Uh, why standing with a guy who has also some kind of a, some some solid power? And I don't say Carlson can't fight on the ground, but I think Jeremiah is a little bit better. I'm taking Jeremiah Wells here. Um, he either subs him late or he gets a decision win. I'm going with decision win for Jeremiah Jeremiah Wells here. Taking him too. I'm, I'm just I'm not super confident though. Like I I like this guy a lot. I think he's really good, but like I don't know, man. I think Carlson Harris matches up decently well against him. Like he's pretty big, dude. He's pretty well rounded too. He takes guys down too. He can strike with you as well. So like, this is a this is a competitive fight in my opinion. That's why the line's so close, right? But I do lean towards Wells just because, like you said, like that last fight. And I think the reason he's so far down the car is because UFC didn't like that he was wrestling. But like that's yeah. how he needed to win the fight. That's how he had yeah. to win. So you, you did see that. Like he got rocked, he got dropped, and he immediately went to the takedown. I like that because the other fights he was just destroying guys, right? So we know he's got huge power. We know he's got wrestling. We know he's got heart. We know he's got a decent chin because he survived that. And recoverability. Um, he's he's a solid fighter. He should win the fight. But again, you know, like the other guy matches up pretty well physically too. He's taller, longer, and big power from Carlson Harris, and, and also submissions as well and experience as well. So I mean, I think it's kind of a close fight, man. Personally, I think the odds are kind of right where they should be. Jeremiah Wells is a slight favorite, but I, I'm not super confident in here personally, man. I, I do think he'll win the fight, Marcel. But again, it's. This card, I don't, I don't know. Like, there's not a lot of fights that jump out at me for a bet, a few bets. Uh, bets. There's a few coming up later, but yeah, I, I would lean his way. But it's not like jumping off the page for me. I'm like, holy crap, I can't wait to bet this fight. There's a few other ones that I like better. Anyways, let's go to the next fight here, guys. Uh, we have anything else? Actually, sorry, is there anything else you wanted to say? Are you good? We're good. We're good. All righty, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We've got 
Kyler, the Matrix Phillips taking on Ioni Barcelos. I mean, this could be fight of the night as well, right? Like, actually, yeah, it definitely could be. Um, great fight here. Kyler Phillips minus 200. Ioni Barcelos plus 170. Let me start on this one, Marcel, because uh, I've got, uh, yeah, I've let you start on most of them. Um, I like the Matrix here, man. I like the Matrix here. Minus 200. I think the odds are, are, are nice. Like, he's a really good young fighter. He's uh, He hasn't been fighting much. The suspensions aren't, aren't good. Man, he's good, though, you know? Um, solid everywhere. Barcelos, I don't know, man. He's, he hasn't looked great lately, man. You know, Marcel, like, it looks like he's on a decline. Man, I really like Ioni, but, again, short notice. He's 36 now. He's coming in on really, like I said, short notice. Um, coming off a brutal knockout loss. Um, he looks like he's slowing down everywhere. He's been His chin's been getting cracked. Um, Kyler Phillips, you know, we can, he can strike. He can submit you. He can wrestle. I thought he should have had a draw at least against Holly and Piva. I think he should be undefeated right now in the UFC. Uh, again, there's some question marks with this USADA thing. It's kind of weird and the layoff, but man, he's, I think he's looked great. And that win over Song Yudong has aged really well for him too. So I think Kyler Phillips gets it done. I, I think at minus 200, that, that's a guy I like. He's the, he's one of the guys in the prelims that I like the most. Hopefully he doesn't blow it for him, but I think he wins. Probably decision because I know he's tough, but he could finish the Navy too. I, I like him here though, man. Yeah, you, you know what's funny? While while we were talking about the Carlson Harris uh, Jeremiah Wells fight, uh, I got a message here on my on my phone which says Carlson Harris is now following you. So he's obviously not watching the podcast because I pay Wells. <laughs> what the hell? No, he's, he's, super, he's following. He's gonna yell at you in DMs. Huh? Super coincidental, man. But okay. Um, yeah, um, I wish you, man. I, I love you know I love Ioni Barcelos. I've always been a big fan of this, but I still feel like the UFC got him too late in, in the in the promotion. You know, two or three years too late. Um, super fun fight to fighter to watch, but man, Carlo Phillips is likely one of the best bantamweights who is not ranked. You know, um, I'm really big on Carlo Phillips for a long time. He got that win over Song Yadong, mm-hmm. uh, which is aged yeah amazingly. Um, yeah, I'm definitely with Carlo Phillips here. Um, how do I fit, how do I pick him? Hayoni um, is pretty tough, but man, I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes him. Um, I think maybe a late a late finish in third round would be so would be a, would be a, a bet worthy. I think yeah. TKO. Yeah, yeah, I like Phillips in this fight, guys. I I've always liked this guy. He's a really good prospect, and uh, I think he should be top fifteen soon. All right, let's go to the next fight. This fight could be fight. Then I've got Ignacio Bahamandes taking on Ludovic Klein, Mr. Highlight. This is an amazing fight. I love this fight. Two strikers. You're going to have a fun fight here, boys. Uh, minus 205 for Ignacio, plus 175 for Ludovic Klein. I'll turn this one to you, Marcel. I'm not going against my boy. I've picked Ignacio all his fights in the UFC. He did lose to McDessie in the first fight, but he's, he's got it back with the three straight wins. He is such a great prospect. I like Klein, too. He's a good fighter, great striker, but, like, dude, look at the size advantage, disadvantage for him. Like, Ignacio 6'3", 75-inch reach at lightweight. Massive. And he's only 20, uh, 25. He's so young. Eight inches of height, three inches of reach. You know, Ludovic's actually pretty young, too. He's only uh, 28. He's not super old by any means. But, like, I just think Bahamani is the real deal, guys. I really, I think most of you guys probably do, too. I think his style's on him here. I don't know if he finishes Klein. Klein's pretty tough, but it's possible. And I also feel like a sneaky uh, spot is a submission for uh, Bahamani's Take a look at that. He could maybe get him like with that uh, same position that uh, Nate Landwehr got with those long arms. So 
I think he styles on it, man. I, I, again, I like Klein, but I think this is a great matchup for Bahamondes. I absolutely expect to win. I really like him here. Minus 205 is really good odds on this guy. I, I expect him to just pour the volume on. And like I said, either win a clear decision or maybe even submit this dude or knock him out. I, I really like him here, man. What do you think? Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I love Ludovic Klein as well, but I think Ignacio Bahamondes is likely one of the biggest up-and-comers, biggest, youngest fighters in the, in, in, in the division. You know, I really like him. Uh, the Octon fight wasn't that amazing, you know, but uh takes two to uh, to tango, they say, you know. So uh, it's, it's sometimes hard when your opponent isn't like the one you want you you want to see in front of you. And I think Klein is a very fun fighter to watch as well, and I think he brings it as well. So I think it's going to be a banger. So, um, But I got to side with Bahamandas for the same reasons, like you just said. Um, can you get a finish? Maybe. But Ludovic is pretty tough, man. I, I think I go with a decision. I think that's the, fair, that, that's the, uh, the safest play here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, decision went for uh, Ian Nacho, Ian Nacho yeah. Well, there we go. Finally, we started to agree on some fights because we started off with the, just like that UFC London card. Finally, man. Finally. I know. <laughs> I know. All right, so the next fight here, guys. The fight that should not be on the main card is Tanner Bozer and Lexi Kamara. I mean, this is a prelim written all over. Why is this on the main card? I don't get this at all. I would have either put Billy Q and Damon Jackson or I would put Phillips and or Barcelos or Wells and Harris. Like, this is just weird. Like, I'm not expecting a great fight. I'll be honest. Anyways, odds. I'll, I'll start on this one too. Minus one sixty six. Bozer, Kamara plus one forty. I have no idea. I'll be honest, Marcel. Like, how do you really have an accurate in this fight, guys? Like, Kamara hasn't fought in two years. He could be a completely different fighter. The only he thing he, I go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. The only thing I can think about is like, uh, if if uh, Mick Maynard or Sean Shelby is screaming to Dana, "Hey Dana, yeah, should we put Alexa on the main card?" What the hell? Of course you put you put Alexa on the main card. Okay. <laughs> and then they put Alexa on the main card. But it's Alexa Kimura, not Alexa Grosso. So <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I have no idea, dude. Well, this fight comes to the main card. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no worries. Um, yeah, I really don't know like what to expect from this fight. Like, because again, this guy's been away for so long. <clears throat> he's like, he's okay. I, I I wasn't too impressed with him in the UFC or even a contender, to be honest with you. Like he looked okay in that flying knee knock about. In the UFC, sorry, a contender was impressed, obviously, but like the other fights were just in the UFC, not great to watch, honestly, man. And and he hasn't had much success. Um, but again, he's pretty young. He trains with Steep, he could get better, um, but still not much experience. And then Bozer, I thought he would look a lot better against Kutlov gets destroyed in two minutes. Had a he's had a rough UFC career. He's had a lot of fights that have been close decisions that he yeah. probably should have got at least one or two of. Like I thought he clearly beat Orlovsky in that fight. Um, that to me was a bad decision, really bad decision. Actually, I'm looking at the stats. It was 68 to 34, and Arlovsky won unanimously. That is just fucked. Like, anyways, Latifi, yeah, that was again. That was okay. Here's the thing: the Bozer Arlovsky fight pisses me off because it was just striking, and the guy who landed double the strikes lost. Right with Bozer and Latifi, yeah. it's control versus, versus striking. Right, so like it's kind of one of those weird ones. And same with the Nascimento Bozer fight. But the point is, like, this guy's in close fights usually. Except for the last fight, it does kind of make me wonder, Marcel, like, is the chink diminished of this weight class? He's just a hard guy to trust, guys. He's lost four of his last five fights. Like, how do you actually put money in Bozer? I really like Tanner. He's a Canadian guy. Of course I want him to win as a fellow Canadian. But, like, it's as looking at it objectively as I can, I just can't put money on him here. I'll pick him, Marcel, because he has more experience, because he's been fighting more actively, and because I, I do feel like he's due for some positive regression in his favor. But still, like, it's just a just a weird fight. Kamura could come in there and maybe grind it out. Imagine he just takes him down and holds him down. Bozer's gonna be so pissed. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I, I'll take Bozer. Um I, yeah. 
Kimmer's been pretty tough. I'll take him by decision, but again, you know, if you look at it, Bozer doesn't win many decisions, so that's even that's sketchy. I'll take Bozer by decision, but it's it's not really confident. It's not a fight I'm betting on at all. Any thoughts? Total toss up this fight. You know, I got to go with my gut feeling. I, I also picking Bozer purely because Bozer has been active and Kamura has pretty much been inactive. You know, but it's it's. It's like maybe Kamura has done something crazy behind the scenes, you know, and uh, we see Alexa Kamura 2.0, you know, I don't know if 2.0. Um, yeah, I'm picking uh, Bozer, but uh, I'm far, far from convinced, you know. Yeah. Toss up. Decision or finish? <sighs> decision. May, may, if it's a finish, it's early. Otherwise, a decision. Are you looking forward to this fight? No. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you you know I don't. You know, it's like uh, I, I don't I don't want to shit on these fighters, you know. But it's pretty much it's like a shit break, you know. It's listen. Let's put it this way: if I have to go to the toilet, I likely go during this fight. But I mean, I still have my phone with me to watch. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's like it's just not really appealing this fight and I, I wonder why it's on the main card over a billy q damon damon jackson and kylo phillips against uh, i don't Rory understand it all. i really don't get it like it just doesn't make sense hopefully they change the the boat order because like yeah i'm just not i'm not feeling this fight guys maybe maybe it's supposed to be a great fight i don't see it though anyways um i, I don't want them to change the boat order anymore because i have my preview ready for the main card so uh <laughs> it's okay let, let's keep it this way now <laughs> fair enough all right let's go to the next fight here marcel we have Diego Lopez taking on Gavin Tucker, the Canadian at Featherweight. Back to back Canadians on a card in Nashville. Okay, I'll take it. Anyways, uh, Lopez slightly favored here, minus 148, and then plus 124 on Gavin Tucker. So, really close odds. Uh, I'll start on this one too, Marcel. You know, again, kind of a kind of a weird one. I, I, I think Lopez probably wins. He looked pretty damn good against Mosra Evloev, and, and he didn't win the fight, but like showed that he belongs in the UFC. But at the same time, he still lost, right? And he lost a contender. I know it was, again, against a good fighter. But, like, recently, if you look at his record, his last six fights, or his last uh, – let me double-check this. Take off the grapple. Yeah, his last five fights, he's two and three. So, like, I like the fighter, but, like, he's still two and three in his last five fights. So, not a guy you can necessarily trust, really, right? Right now. Um, Gavin Tucker, you know – has he's actually 37 now? Why wow, I didn't realize that that's crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't realize he was 37. That's he's uh, he's definitely getting up there in age. I mean, he hasn't fought much, right? He hasn't fought since that Dandy Gay fight where he got killed with the one punch in 22 seconds. But he did have some good performances in the UFC over the years, like the Billy Q fight, the Justin James fight, Sung Woo Choi. Like, he had some good wins, man. And uh, let me check, check the odds. Yeah, he was a plus 160 odds. Billy, he's usually been like a small favorite or or a dog, so. I think mean, the guy's decent, right? He did get caught in his last fight, but he's, he's he's a decent fighter. But again, it's hard to like go with the guys that fought in two years. Like I don't know what to expect from Gavin Tucker. I do know he'll try to wrestle, and the fight's going to go to the ground. But again, Lopez is like really good in the ground with the, with the uh, submissions, and he can reverse you, sweep you. Like Gavin Tucker's never been never been subbed though, too. So I don't know, man. This is kind of a tricky one. Like I think there's a lot of people are going to take a shot on Gavin Tucker as a dog here because the experience in the UFC, and honestly, like he. He's a pretty good fighter, but again, the age, thirty-seven to twenty-eight, man. I don't know. That's that's a big age gap. Um, Lopez is uh, he's uh, five inches taller as well and six inches of reach. So 
Yeah, I, I, I got to go with uh, with uh, Lopez Marcel. The question is, like, does he win by submission or decision? I don't know. I mean, it's Gavin's never been submitted before, but I guess this could be the guy to do it. I don't think he knocks him out, but, I mean, that's always a, on the table because Gavin's taking some punishment in his career, right? Like, that fight with Rick Glenn aged him, like, 10 years. Um, but the crazy thing is he came back and looked great after that, right? And then you saw against EA, it's just like, bang. So that chicken go at any time. It's a ticking time bomb. Time bomb. Um, anyways, Lopez... Ah, let me see how this Lopez. Like, I, 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 I mean, if you look at his record, most of his wins are by stoppage. I guess that's how he's going to win, but again, not if I have you know the best read on, I guess, Marcel. What do you think, man? Let me hear your thoughts. What do you think? First of all, I want to reply to John Lucas that that Tucker reminds me of Case. I saw the actually the funny thing is Tucker beat in his debut Sam Cecilia, who is like the best friend of Michael Case. So <laughs> that's that that's pretty funny. Um, in my opinion, nobody's laughing, but hey, then I'm laughing. Um, so about this fight, yeah, I, I, I gotta go deeper into the, the Lopez thing, like you said, he's two and three in his last five fights. He took a fight against Joe Anderson Brito on a week on a week notice. Yeah, he, because Brito was supposed to fight Ashkabov in the Contender Series. He lost that fight. Then he fought Nate Richardson in uh, FAC, I think. Well, I don't know for sure where it was. That was a bad decision, dude. I think Lopez won that fight. He lost a split decision there. And um, I know I, I heard backstage that the UFC was watching that fight closely. And if he won that fight, he could have got a chance, chance in the UFC. Nice. So he didn't. Then he, now he came back, uh, fought Evloya, very good fight from him, I think, definitely first round. Lost the fight, but he lost in a way that everybody still remembers him, you know, super uh, popular now after that after that loss. Um, yeah, and, and Gavin Tucker. Gavin Tucker is a guy who I like to see fighting, but we've seen him not for a long time. I think his last fight was 2021 against Dan Ige. He got knocked out within a minute. Um I remember that Ricky Glenn fight that was awful. You know, I, I always remember that one where the referee should have been uh, stopped that should have stopped that fight like uh, years ago and he kept let him keep going. Um I'm going with Lopez here. I think Lopez submits him in the later in the fight, second or third round, uh Diego Lopez. So yeah, there you go. For the Brazilian. Here. There you go. So we have the same pick there. All right, next fight here. Good one, Dustin Jacoby taking on Kenny Nechekaru at light heavyweight. Fun fight here, Marcel. Odds for this fight, guys: minus one fifty-five Kennedy, plus one thirty Jacoby. I'll start on this one too. I like Kennedy in the fight, man. I, I think Kennedy's on the upswing right now, guys. He's been a really reliable guy lately. Overall, his career has been pretty reliable. Um, he's looked great. I mean, he's, his striking's getting better. His submissions are getting better. Um, he, I, he's super tough. We know that. Other than that, Darren Jung fight, which was Darren Jung fight, that was crazy, but. He's, he's looked great pretty much throughout his UFC career. Like, even the losses, like the loss to Nikolai, could, he, it was a close fight. He could have won that one. And the fight with Paul Craig, Paul Craig, in his debut, Marcel, he was winning that fight and lost with, like, 40 seconds left. Yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah, so, like, he's had a pretty good run in the UFC. And he's getting better, right? He's only he's 30, 31, actually, sorry. So he's actually a, a little bit, like, he's not a prospect anymore. He's not a prospect anymore. He's a legitimate, like, fighter. I don't know if you can call him a contender, but he's a top 15 fighter. Um, and obviously, he's blessed with size, right? 6'5", 83-inch reach, southpaw. There's just a lot to like, a lot of physical tools. He's tough dude, man. Tough, very tough dude. Um, I like him, Marcel. And then Jacoby, you know, he's been a good fighter throughout his career, too. Great striker. We know that, guys. Um, but I feel like he's on a bit of a decline, right? Like, the last fight with Azamat, I picked Azamat, and he, got dro- he dropped him and almost finished him. He's lucky he didn't get knocked out. 
the Khalil fight, he should have won that fight, but it's still like closer than it should have been, right? Um, I, I really like Dustin, but I, I do feel kind of like he's on a bit of a downswing in his career, whereas I think Kennedy's on the up. Like, it looks like the UFC wants Kennedy to probably win this fight and keep moving up the ranks because you got a guy three fight win streak, two fight losing skid. Kennedy, I think he wins this fight, man. I, I think he wins, guys. I, I like him quite a bit in this fight, Marcel. I think he's he's going to be super durable. He might eat, maybe he just gets eaten alive, but still, like he's going to be there for the three rounds. He's going to come forward. Great cardio. I think he probably finishes Dustin Jacoby in this fight. That's what I think. So I'll take Kennedy inside the distance. That's my pick. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, man. Um, I mean, Dustin Jacoby hasn't looked great lately, got to be honest, you know, in the, in the Mercer fight. Yeah, Mursakhanov was hurt, and he could have went for the finish, but he just won the third round, and he lost the first two. Uh, the round three fight, I think he got robbed in that one. I think he clearly won that one. So maybe just one bad fight. Um, if you look at Kennedy Sechuku, um, yeah, he's, he, he's doing better as of lately, you know? The only thing that always bothers me with Kennedy is that he goes like this in the court in the in the octagon like this you know and let somebody hit him and sometimes it's mm -hmm. not good news um mm -hmm. if this fight this goes quick i prefer jacoby but i think overall i think kennedy can win the fight i think kennedy has more ways to win the fight mm -hmm. so uh, i'm taking kennedy here do i take it with a stoppage no i'm going with the decision win for kennedy i think uh I think he can win here. So, uh, yeah, Kennedy by decision. But uh, I'm not sure. I think it's a close fight. Yeah. You're yeah. way more convinced than I am, I think. I, it seems like you're right. I just think he's, like, on the upswing, man. Again, he has, like, some advantage in this fight. Seven-inch reach advantage. Two inches of height. And I get it. Jacoby's a really good technical striker. But, again, I think the, the chin's aging a little bit now, guys. So, yeah, I like Kennedy in this fight. Um, Let's go to the next fight here. we got co-main event. And it is Tatiana Suarez taking on Jessica Andrade, women's 115. I actually had to double check that it wasn't at 125, Marcel, because Tatiana's dropping down her weight again. Yeah, yeah. So so she's back to her natural weight class here at 115, and uh, she meets the former champion Andrade. Odds for this one, I think she's the biggest favorite in the card. Double check it. Minus 425, yeah. She's the biggest favorite in the card. Minus 425, plus 300 on Jessica Andrade. Marcel, I mean, I'm pretty sure you're picking Suarez. I am. And I think she submits Andrade. Like, I'm not picking, I've never picked against Suarez. I'm not going to do it now. Why would I do it now? Especially with the way Andrade's look. She's looked terrible in the last couple of fights. Like, what happened? Looking great. You know, amazing. Looked incredible against Murphy. Amazing against Lamotion and, and Calvillo. And then the Blanchfield destroys her. And then Yanga Janan knocks her out. And now it's another fight against a grappler. And we just started to get out grappled badly against Blanchfield. Listen, man, I love Jessica, former champ, great, great fighter, man. Going to be a Hall of Famer potentially one day, but I don't right. think she wins this fight. I think Suarez is super legit. The wrestling's super fucking legit. Averages six takedowns a fight. She she doesn't fight that often, guys, but she finally came back after that long break. Looked solid against Dolorosa. Guillotine choke. I think she submits uh, Andrade, too. Tatiana Suarez by submission, first or second round. What do you think? Yeah, man, I think um, uh, Tatiana has now to cut cut back to 115 for the first time in a long time. You know, she didn't want it at the first fight in a comeback, so she went to 125. And uh, Jessica Andras is going to submit her because of that, if it was on the PlayStation, but it is not. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely picking Suarez here. Um, yeah, I, listen, man, I haven't, just like you, I never picked against Tatiana Suarez in the UFC. She's amazing should have, would have been a champion already i think 
if she didn't got that injury. And after this fight, I want to see Tachana actually fight um, with Sang Wei Li, but they're probably going to do the Yan, and Yan deserves it as well, Yan Shonan. But um, yeah, Tachana is great. I think she submits Jessica, and I think she submits her early. I go first round submission for Tatiana. Yeah, I, th- I think she wins too by stoppage. Um, where's that comment? <laughs> Andrade is going to be 0 3 after signing with Ali Abdulaziz. Yeah, I don't, he's taking, she's taking way too many fights. JPI, honestly, she is a former champion, a great fighter, but like stylistically, this is a bad fight for Jessica Andrade. Yeah. I don't think she'd be able to stop the takedowns. Yeah, it's a, it must be a eh, Marcus. Like, I, I, like, I think actually, Marcus, I think it is because, uh, I want to say like her ex fiance or something, a partner. Remember, there was that story where she like yeah. took all her money. So, like, yeah, and I think she started doing OnlyFans, right, to start making the money back. Yeah. I, I have no idea if she has it. I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm interested in that one, but, but yeah. I, I've seen some pictures, but, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. So, like, it's, it, it's, it exists. I don't know, Marcus. If she's got OnlyFans. Maybe she's doing better than, than you think. But, yeah, a lot of fights in the last year for sure. And, honestly, like, staying active is good, but it's, like, almost overkill at this point, right? Like, I would say. And this is short notice for her, too, guys. She was supposed to fight uh, – Tachiyama was supposed to fight uh, Verna, Vienna – Chanji Doba, even though, how do you say it? How do you say it, Marcel? Just like Chanji Roba. Chanji Roba. Annex says it, Chanji Doba. You know how he says it. Yeah. <laughs> right, you talked to his manager, her manager, I should say. Um, how long could Tachi have that belt coming back at 32? Maybe a year or two. I, I think she's, a, I've always said she'd be a champion of the UFC, right? Yeah. yeah, I understand that. It's not the worst losses, right? At all. It's not, but the, but the back way to she, back, it doesn't look good. And yeah. the way she lost the Blanche was yeah. like the, the, the wrestling, right? Like it was quick. And also the boxing, she didn't look good either. So yeah. Like Suarez, if she can't get a takedown, she'll probably be in trouble, I'd imagine. But yeah. like, I think she'll be able to get it easily. Like I can't Blanche, see how she doesn't take her down, right? Blanchfield could match her in the striking in the first round. That was shocking to me. You know, I was really yeah. like, yeah, Blanchfield, listen, Blanchfield is my pick to come to become a flyweight champion. Don't get me I wrong. know. You've talked about but, her for a long time. You've been saying yeah, it for a few years. You're one of the first guys on her. I know. Yeah, but I I didn't expect Blanchfield to match her uh, Andrade with the striking, you know? Yeah, yeah, round, yeah. So me either. No, no, same here. I agree. Um, I, I think we all agree Blanchfield's good. I think Suarez is legit, too. All right, let's go to the last fight here, guys. Main event, Corey Sanhagen, the Sandman, taking a Rob Font, stepping in a short notice for Umar and Roger Madoff. Corey Sanhagen, minus 315, Rob Font, plus 230. I like Corey to win the fight, Marcel. I think he wins the decision. I think he's just going to vary up the strike. To me, it's like we've seen these guys fight. We know their styles. We know how this fight's probably going to go. It's probably going to be on the feet. Font's going to land some good shots with the punches, but Sanhagen's going to land more kicks, more punches, more volume, I think. I, I do know that the stats say that Font actually lands a little bit more volume, but, but in this particular fight, I think it plays out um, – well, well, we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, I think it's going to be like a lot of saying good fights where he just kind of stays on the outside. Um, and I know that uh, the the reach is actually in Font's favor, but Sagan, those legs are pretty long, man. They don't have leg reach stat right on, on uh, UFC stats. I do think it's on the UFC website maybe. I, actually, I want to check that out. Is there a leg reach stat, you know, Marcel? I think there is, yeah. I mean, let me double check the UFC website. It's not on UFC stats, but I want to see what the leg reach is because I think that will be his advantage in this fight. I think the length and, and the 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 way he fights, right from the dis from a distance. Um, what, did wrong, say, gonna... what did you so, say? Dick, re- dick reach. What? Huh? Dick reach. Oh, oh leg reach. Oh. Okay. Oh, it's actually only an inch and a half. It's not as big as I thought. Okay, so it's forty to thirty and a half. That's interesting. It's on the UFC.com website, by the way. I don't always look at that, but that's interesting. I still think he uses it more effectively. Um, yeah. And I also feel like Sangin's probably the better grappler, too, of the two of them, personally. Um, you know, he's the younger guy. 
I think he's improving. I think he's looked great. That split decision against Cheeto was a joke that it was a split. I mean, he looked amazing. <laughs> in that fight. He looked amazing at Song. You know, he could have beaten TJ. You know, the Peter Yon fight was close. Other than Aldrin Main, really, he hasn't really yeah. been ever like dominated, you know? And otherwise, he's dominated a lot of guys. Like, he is a dangerous dude, man. Power, submissions, improvements. Again, I don't want to like underestimate Rob Font because, man, I have in the past, Marcel. I haven't been I haven't been the best at picking his fights, I'll admit that. Um, especially the last one. I didn't think he beat Yonez. Like I, I was really su- surprised how dominant he was in that fight. But like this fight, I don't know, man. Say Hagen, I just think I have too many tools. Say Hagen by decision. Exactly the same pick. Um, yeah, I mean I, I I'm more I'm more interested who you would have picked between Umar and Santiago. Probably Umar. Yeah, me too. Anything else? He's <laughs> like, no. Nah, nah, I'm pretty much with you there, man. I think uh, Corey will have more output, although that's difficult yeah. against Font, you know. But I mean, uh, for Front, people say it's short notice. He was actually in, already in camp for Song Yadong, but that was that's supposed true. to happen on August 19. So, but I'm still siding with Santagen. I mean, Santagen uh, only really got a bad loss in, on his record against Aljamain Sterling. You know, mm-hmm. all these others in the UFC he fought. He it's lost not really a bad Dillashaw. loss as the champion too, right? So yeah, you know I, I mean, mean a, a, a convincing bad loss, sure. you know. Not a sure. bad, bad loss, but against a, a clear loss, let's put it that way. You know, the Jan, I think he lost to Jan as well, but it was competitive, you know. And the TJ, I actually thought he won. So, um, yeah, I'm picking Santigny. I think he's much better than a lot of people give him credit for. So, yeah. And I, did I say bantamweight? This is actually a catchweight fight at 140. Yeah. So just to, just to clear that up for everyone, because it's short. It, again, it's not really short notice, but it is short notice for Flaunt. That makes sense. So it's it's 140. Yeah, I, I was going to pick Umar in that fight. Umar was the favorite, I think. I'm pretty sure he was. What's Umar's excuse? I don't know. I don't know. Injured. Injured. Anyways. Oh, he yeah, had shoulder. Oh, shoulder. Oh, he, he got surgery on his shoulder. Oh, okay. Anyways, pretty good card, Marcel. I'm looking forward to, man. We're going to have a good time watching this one, guys. Again, only 11 fights, which, which kind of sucks, but, you know, it should be a good uh, good card overall. All right, Marcel, I say we go to PFL really quick. Yeah. i go through that if you're okay with can it. put it on uh, the screen? Sure, I can do that. Give me one sec. PFL 7. I haven't really had, like, a, you know, great chance to look at the card yet, guys, I'll be honest, but we'll take a look at it now. I know some – we know some of the fights for a while, right? All right, let's go through it. Uh, start at the top here. I'll, I'll get the odds out. Um Bob Jenkins minus 400, Pinedo plus 300. I mean, I think Bob is going to just wrestle him, right? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Definitely. Pinedo had that crazy knockout, but. I guess Lachnan, yeah. You think it was kind of fluky? You think? Listen, man, Baba's not going to take any risk here. Yeah. He's going to wrestle. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know about that last knockout. I mean, it was a great knockout, but I don't know if he'll ever do it again. Josh Silvera against Ty Flores. Silvera minus 465. Ty Flores plus 365. I think Silvera probably grinds about decision. Maybe some missing this guy, but it probably wins the fight. Pretty confident he wins. Um, Gabriel Alves Braga against Chris Wade. Odds from this one. Braga minus 140. Wade plus 110. What do you think? I'm playing Wade here, dude. Uh, Wade's going to... Russell him? I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Wade is a short notice replacement, but I'm, I'm picking Wade right. here. Yeah, but he's so much experience, right? And like, he's—it's not like he's this is his first short notice fight. I, I'm sure he's taken a few before. He—he he has a lot more experience than this guy, man. Three times as much. So, what do you think? Decision, Chris Wade. Yeah, he's going to out wrestle him probably. So it's going to be Bubba Jenkins and Chris Wade the rematch, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Martin Hamlet against uh, Impa. 
Impa. Sanguine. Impa is minus 245, Hammer plus 185. Impa wins, right? Yeah, Impa. Yeah, for me as Crazy. Well. He, he might win the, the money at 205. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Elvis yeah. Espinosa against sorry, Keon- It's okay. Elvis Espinosa against Keanu Diggs. Espinosa minus 170, Diggs plus 140. I don't yeah, know. I like Keone, man. Keone's a fun fighter. He comes from Bellator. You know? He's a dog. He's a dog there. You got yeah, Thad Gene against Ali Omar. Thad Gene minus 400, Omar plus 300. You, have any, uh, you know much about this guy? Yeah, Thad uh, did, did well in the in the Challenger Series, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Desiree Yanez is minus 245. Lisa Malden plus 185. I, I don't really have thought on that fight. Yeah, I think 30 does going to win. 30 does, that's right. Anthony Ivey, former UFC fighter. Aquaman, I believe his nickname is. Like it's yeah. Kent, uh, Carson Hardman. Ivy minus 270, Hardman plus 210. You think Ivy wins? I'm not really familiar with uh, Hardman, to, be really, to right. be really honest, so it's difficult for me to say. For sure. Chelsea Hackett against Kai Bennett. Chelsea Hackett minus 140, Bennett plus 110. That's the girl that lost to Victoria Leonardo, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, she got destroyed by Victoria Australian Leonardo. Girl. What were you going to say? Sorry? The Australian girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Are you, are you picking her, though, in this fight? Yeah, I mean, she, she ain't bad. She ain't bad. And then we got Billy Elikana against Chuck Campbell. Chuck Campbell Elik- come from Cage Warriors, right? Yeah, Elikana minus two fifteen. Campbell plus one seventy five. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, yeah, he had that win over. Oh, he fought. Sorry, he lost to Mendescus, but yeah, yeah, that was him. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Billy guy with Bellator, I believe, right? Wasn't he? Uh, no, LFA, LFA. Okay. Anyways, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm these prelim guys. I'm not super familiar with, but I think, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Jake and Silvera win for sure. So, like, yeah, it's PFL. I mean, most of the favorites win, right? Yeah, always. always. How many dogs win? This guy's asking. Okay. This one might have a few more than usual. Wait, like, maybe. some of these fights are they're not tournament fights, so they're not that important. So, the match rating is probably a little bit more fair. But, like, the fights that are actually part of the tournament, I think most of the favorites win, right? I think Wade wins. Wade wins. Like, we like Wade. Is that the only dog we like? Like, one of these women's fights probably has a dog that wins. Um, one of these prelims probably has a dog that wins, probably. I'd say two to three upsets on this card. That's my pick. But I, we both picked Wade as a consensus dog, so there we go. Anyways, I think oh, I think we're good, Marcel. Is there anything else you want to talk about, or are you, are you good? Uh, I'm good. Maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. Do you want to talk about something else? Not really, man. I kind of want to just end it. We've talked for almost two hours, and I think we're good. So, anyways, um, yeah, I appreciate everyone joining us again, man. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, safe two-day parlay. I can give it to you here on the podcast. I don't know about the – Twitter thing just because like I work for bookies and I don't I don't know if they'd be happy if I was giving out a bet uh, on, on on Twitter that that uh, someone else posted but I'll tell you guys in the podcast here that's fine um for the UFC card a parlay I mean I like uh, Suarez I think you do too right Suarez and probably Sanhagen right? like those those two I put I would do Suarez and Kyla or Kyler too yeah and Bahamani's I like all four of those guys I know they're in like the minus two hundred range but like. You can figure a way out to like parlay them and get you know some even money or something like that would do that something like that man. I hate the word safe parlay because like we see so many upsets. The sport's crazy, but like yeah, I'm pretty sure Suarez wins and yeah, some of those other favorites I like just wins as well. I'll let you know, man. I'm seeing the chat. I'm just not 100 percent sure right now. I got to think about it more. Um, I'll let you. We'll talk. In, we'll talk in private, cool. brother. Um, anyways, Marcel, go ahead. Go ahead. Who do you think you're gonna win by uh, the Ultimate Fighter tomorrow? I- I've seen the episode already, so I wonder. Oh, you did? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, the last week's was interesting. Um, I thought Hubbard won the fight. Glad the judges gave it to him because I thought he deserved it. Uh, this week, yeah, I don't know, Marcel. Honestly, I'm just gonna, I'm just excited to watch it. I I, I think that the semifinal matches were awesome, right? So this is it's a lot of fun. I really don't know, Marcel. I I have to uh, see tomorrow. 
right. Anyways, I uh, appreciate everyone joining in. And I'll answer this last question. I'll answer this last question. Who are your lean candies for male and female fighter of the year? I mean, I would say, what, Blanchfield for women's? Or she just yeah. doesn't have the win yet, right? Like, yeah. Difficult. Yeah. Difficult. Yeah, Blanchfield. I don't know. I have to think about it some more. Anyways, guys, have a great uh, – I think we'll just end it, Marcel. Uh, oh, male, sorry, male fighter. I forgot. Um, yeah, it's tough, man. I don't know. This, this, it's only half the year, right? I guess Jones by default almost, but like – Maybe Volk. I don't know. Volk lost though too. I don't know. If, if Islam wins against Oliveira, maybe him. Yeah, it's hard to say. It's too early in the year still, Marcus. I can't. It's a hard question to answer. Yeah. I guess Drakus could be too, man. Possibly because that win was so big. Something like that. Anyways, guys, uh, that will end it. <laughs> um, thanks again for joining in. Um, we enjoyed the podcast this week with you guys. All the questions, appreciate it. Comments. Back next Monday, Marcel, to talk about UFC Nashville, and then we're going to preview. What's the next card again? UFC Luque and Dos Anjos? Yeah, Vegas 78. There you go. So we're at 78 Vegas cards. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Talk to you guys soon. We'll be back next Monday for the next edition of the podcast. Um, yeah, have a great weekend, everyone. Take care. Peace.